Okay, Fit Pros, here we are. Hello. This is the Fit Pros Show. We are here to talk today to Christine Conti about her new book, Split Second Courage. So y'all, super excited to see you. If you don't know me, I'm Kelly Coulter. I host the Fit Pros Business Show over on Facebook at the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group. I come here onto Instagram and I bring on fitness industry guests to talk about all the things because my mission in life is to empower you to create a business of your own that allows you to serve the clients that you love, make the money that you want to make, right? Because we are all looking to make a little bit more than we did at the gym and to have the financial time, um, technological freedom that you want to have. So, and serve the clients that you love, by the way. So y'all, that's what we are doing here. And pretty soon, Christine is going to come on to join us. So before we get Christine. Y'all, I feel like I look like I've been crying and I have not been crying, but my eyes are really red. And I think when the heat is on, they get like that. So <laughs> don't worry about me. Everything is great. All right. So before I get Christine on the screen, let me tell you this. Today at five o'clock, five o'clock, which is in two hours from now, I'm going to be hosting a free workshop called Simplify Your Marketing. Free workshop you can join, you can register at fitprosconnect.com slash register free. So you can do register dash free. You can just do register free. Both of them will work. Free workshop. Just going to ask you a few questions and you are in. So I would love to see you there. I want to get as many people into that workshop as possible. Get over there, get registered. We are going to do all the things. You guys, I know how overwhelmed you are trying to fit marketing into everything else that you do. It's one of the biggest things that I hear from you guys as far as your struggles and your complaints. And the fact is, if you don't have new clients, new blood coming into your ecosystem all the time, your business is going to fail. You're never going to make sales if you don't have new blood coming in all the time. So get over there, get registered, fitprosconnect.com slash register free, and that will get you to that free Simplify Your Marketing workshop that's happening today in two hours at five o'clock. Live taught, I will be there with you answering all your questions. I'm actually writing the workshop based on the questions that you guys asked and based on the comments that you gave me as you came in and registered. So if you want to get your specific concerns addressed, get over there and get registered so that um, you can be part of that list. All right. So with that, I'm bringing Christine on to and let's welcome the one, the only, the hardest working woman in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> Christine Conti. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am great. How are you? Crazy as always. Oh, my goodness. This book has taken off. It has. It absolutely has. 
and I'm so excited to be here and just, I guess, give some of, you know, your tribe a little bit of split second courage today. Mm-hmm. Amen. Where we're going. I love it. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Tell me what split second courage is. Well, everybody um, knows that it only takes a split second to make a decision sometimes, but for some, a decision may take a lifetime. So what this book is about is defining split second courage for you. And every single one of us has split second courage in us and the ability to make more courageous decisions and go um, out there and put yourself on the line and be scared and face your fear and look fear in the face and say, you know what? It's okay if I fail. It's okay because I'm going to learn something from that. But if you never take that chance, if you never act and have that split second courage, you're never going to know. And you may live your life and always be asking yourself, I wish I would have, I wonder what it would have been like if I, and when you fill in that blank, you may live a life of regret. Mm -hmm. And it's about, I'm not telling you what split second courage is to you. This isn't a self-help book of first you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. It, this is something that you have to find in yourself. And I love the fact, you know, that we're talking about, you know, in fitness, it could be anything that you are working on, but I mean, these are, this is, these are business tools that you need to act. Love it. Oh my gosh. Such a business tool. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can't make decisions that scare the bejesus out of you on a <laughs> daily basis, mm -hmm. you are not going to grow. And there's a concept that I'll be talking about next week on my show that is future-based decision-making. The idea that you can't make your decisions based on what's going on in your life right now. You have to make your decisions based on what you want for your future. And that is scary as hell. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'll, you know what? I'm going to jump in and I'm going to read the first two sentences of the book. Love it. So we'll see what you think about this. Okay. And it starts, this is the forward and it says, perhaps the biggest misconception we have of courageous people is we think they're never afraid. We tend to see them as superhumans with extraordinary powers and we marvel at their ability to take risks and overcome seemingly impossible odds. That I think is something you need to sit back and, you know, it takes a second to make a decision. But like I said, for some, it takes all the time in the world to muster up the courage to act. And, you know, this book talks about, are you one of them? And what is the cost of your hesitation? And what I, Ooh. right? What's the cost? Like you just said. About, I would love to hear you dig in on that a little bit. So 
I mean, we talk about, you could talk about business. What's the cost of your hesitation? Did you not come out with that idea that you had and now someone else has a trademark and a patent? It, you know, is it something like, what is the cost of not taking that job? Is it just money or is it something you always wanted? And mm -hmm. if you don't take it, is your cost regret? It's and almost like these little micro, um, you're, you're chipping away at your own self-esteem and your own self-efficacy. It's like when right. you don't do the things that scare you or you don't do the things that you say you're going to do. Right. I became a 6 a.m. morning workouter <laughs> by every day waking up and, and telling myself I am a person who does what they say they're going to do. I told my best friend I would mm -hmm. be there at 6 a.m. I will be there at 6 a.m. But when I didn't, I was chipping away at my own right. self-efficacy. So good. So good. That's, that's, yeah. that's such an important concept. So where did the and, idea for the book come from? Well, um, I think it came from when I was born that this is, I mean, my story in this kind of this development of a book was my entire life. I had all these different things happen to me and I thought that they were, you know, I was dealt bad cards sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that every single one of us, you know, has been through stuff. And, you know, you can, you have two choices. You can either say to yourself, wow, what was me? Oh, I'm so this, or I, I mean, and you've, you drop into this like um, self-deprecating talk and you're putting mm -hmm. yourself down and you're making excuses. Whereas, you know, I, I always say um, after, after a woman has a couple kids and they start talking about their stomach, saying, oh, my stomach is never the same and I've got these stretch marks and these lines. And I say to people, I'm like, you're right. Own it, own that. Mm -hmm. Because you made three humans. <laughs> it's the same idea of you made these people. And you know what? We've all fallen down and sometimes there's visible scars and sometimes they're not. Sometimes, and sometimes they're both. They're they're both or they're one, and mm -hmm. and that's the thing is you have to own what you've been through, and the things that I was through in life, I spent half of my life feeling like I'm shamed and I caused these things and I'm not good enough and bop, 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 beat myself down. Even if something great happened, I was never enough, and going forward. I get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and go through chemo and I lose my dad and blah, blah, all these things. And I was, I sent myself through such a spiral that everything when I was younger, that was bad. It was like, everything came rushing at me, you know, digging up all the, all the, all of those past experiences, like your mind digs them up and throws right. them at you and says, well, you did, or you were. Yeah. Or... Right. And I sat here and I'm like, I let it in. Like I let in all the feels, which I had never really done. Bury them because that's, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to act a certain way and you're supposed to have a certain job and, you know, 
society tells us one thing. Yep. And Line I sat and here. Shut. Right. <laughs> and I sat here and I was, you know, like 30 something years old. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, I've been living someone else's life. I've been doing what society and, you know, whoever else in my life says what I'm supposed to do. But in here, in my heart, I was like, this isn't me. And if I don't make a change now, I am going to live the rest of my life upset. And one so of the powerful. things, yeah. And one of the things that, you know, that I, that I tell people is, you know, I wrote it on the back of my book. I said, go ahead and quit, be an imposter and embrace your inner loser. And people are I like, loved that line. That was like my favorite. I wanted to, I'm going to take a picture of it, put it on the, the group. It's <laughs> embrace your inner loser. Right. And like all these things started happening. Um, so I wound up quitting my job as mm -hmm. a, I was an investment banker. I so wait, wait, let's back up for yeah. just one second. Tell me the catalyst, like tell me a little bit about leading up and then tell me the catalyst to when you said all these thoughts started rushing at you and you really had this kind of self-reckoning come to Jesus moment. The, I mean, obviously there's many different moments that lead up to it, but there's, there's really two. And one is when I was diagnosed with an advanced autoimmune, thinking that that was the end. Thinking that, well, what if, you know, my body gives up on me? And having a grandmother who was diagnosed with the same disease and who became a quadriplegic because of it, who wound up passing away due to complications, that was eye-opening to me. It, it really put a finite idea of life in my head. And fast forward, you know, a few years, I lost my dad suddenly. And I have two older sisters and a mother who is very, um, she's, she's, she loves us very dearly, but is, was not super warm and fuzzy. My dad was the cheerleader. He was the one that was there for all the games and the, and losing him was, was tough. And there is a, there's a part in, um, in the book where I talk about this exact thing where we were sitting, uh, my two sisters, my mother, myself, around the table, big, big oak table in the funeral home. And we had to pick out caskets. For anyone who has ever done this, it is probably one of the most awful, traumatizing things. Because, I mean, no one wants to do that for anyone. And my dad was, he always cracked jokes. That was his thing to, you know, whether you're in church or a funeral, because that was to lighten the mood. So I'm sitting there and I remembered that I'm wearing Wonder Woman underwear. Like it's <laughs> legitimate. Like it had the Wonder Woman symbol. My good friend gave them to me like months before and said, oh my gosh, I got both of us a pair because a superhero has to have, has to have matching underwear. So I, I remember this Wonder Woman underwear I have on and I say, you know, I just I blurted it out. It just came out. And I was like, 
I'm like, this is so awful. I'm like, thank God I have my Wonder Woman underwear on to get through this. Like, okay, apparently, I mean, that was the wrong thing to say. And, you know, I think everyone was at such a, you know, you're in trauma, you're in chaos. And my mother just unleashed on me, like, screamed at me, yelled at me, and I was like, and again, we're, we're all kind of in shock. And I'm sure that she doesn't even remember it because, you know, because of what she was going through, but I will never forget it. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, 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 that was, you know, I have done everything in my life to try and help people or, or to try and, you know, be an inspiration. And I, I can't, I can't not be who I am. And it was like this moment of clarity of, of, I get it that you're in trauma. And, but I'm like, that is the last time that I didn't speak up, that I didn't say, no, this is who I am and I'm proud. And y'all don't have to wear superhero underwear to do it. But for me, I was like, damn it, I am Wonder Woman. Like, I, I hope you've worn Wonder Woman underwear every day since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about coming out with my own like split second courage underwear line because I Ooh. feel like it's a really great thing to remember when you're say you're really upset, you're in a you're really nervous, you're like, thank goodness I have my split second courage underwear on, you know. <laughs> so so you have this catharsis in your life and you come to this realization that you're not gonna listen to the thoughts that are coming at you that your brain likes to throw at you. I like to call right. that the caveman coming out and trying to drag you back into your comfort zone. Right. And you, you start to realize like, I'm, I'm not listening to my mom yell at me. God forbid, you know, that was just a, a horrible moment. Right. Right. I'm, I'm going to listen to my inner me. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me very fearlessly. What happens next? And unapologetically is the next Ooh, one. Yes. You can't apologize for, who you are now going forward was, you know, and again, none of this happens overnight. That's what's really important to remember. You know, you don't become a millionaire overnight. You don't grow an empire overnight, but it's these little ideas that you act on. And, you know, it's, it's breaking down that big God size goal into these little teeny steps. And what happens is that I decided you know what, I always wanted to go into fitness of some sort, not just teaching classes, I wanted to be in the business of fitness, whether it's I, you know, I'm a, I'm doing marketing or, or something for a company or, you know, I have all of my own ideas that I never acted on. I wanted to write more curriculum. I'm an educator. I wanted to travel more and spread these ideas of resiliency and and acting and it was time. And I wound up quitting my teaching job, which again, I was That's in business. Scary. And 
I didn't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I planned this and I was working. To, it was, you know what? This is now or never. I've got, you know, my education. I can go back to business or teaching. Oh, what, you know, okay, I can fall back on things that are pretty good. But it wasn't lighting my soul. And those walls where when I taught, I should have felt fulfilled is what people told me. You're making a difference. You're helping kids. Those walls were suffocating to me. Mm. And, and I felt like there's, there's more. And many people are okay with that. Many people are okay <laughs> with what they do. But mm -hmm. it wasn't me. And <laughs> something was missing. So that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to quit because when I quit this, I'm also going to quit being unhappy at my job, being unhappy and taking it out on my spouse, on my kids. It, and it, you know, over, you know, using alcohol instead of like, oh, let's have a drink, but using it as, yeah, I just, um, just self-medicating because I'm unhappy and I just need to chill out. It was so much more than just the job. So when I talk about go ahead and quit, I don't want you to quit your job. I don't want you to throw, throw things away, but what can you quit so that you can gain? And, mm. you know, and that's the thing. When we talk about cost, what's your cost of not, act, of not acting? Yeah. Well, your cost of not acting is, well, maybe you're going to have a bad relationship with your family or your spouse. Yeah. So I want to dig in a minute on your, your story about quitting your career, because I think there are so many people that that could serve within the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. We all get this advice. You know, first of all, I was a studio art major in college and I can't tell you how many other majors I went through because mm -hmm. I had everybody telling me, you're never going to make any money. You're going to be an art teacher. I didn't want to be a teacher. You're going to end up being an art teacher. And so I listened to them and I kept on switch. I did nursing. I did a, a million other things. Came back, did the studio art career, finished the studio, the, the, the degree finally. Mm -hmm. 20 years later, I'm in my big government, my kind of high profile, big government job. I'm leading a team of web developers. I'm doing this big work. It's getting a ton of eyeballs. Um, I'm doing all the things, right? so freaking unhappy i couldn't move like i would right. i would go to cycle class in the morning i would come back to take a shower and i would be on the floor of the shower just bawling my eyes out and i knew that i had to make a move and i said if i'm going to make a dime tomorrow that's better than me being here and literally having suicidal thoughts right. so i went in and i said i don't know what i'll be doing tomorrow but it won't be this and um it just, your story is so similar to mine because I went to my mother and I said, mom, I, I'm not telling you this because I want your opinion. As a matter of fact, I want you to be quiet. Right. <laughs> I have quit my job and she came over a few weeks later, brought a bottle of wine and she um, proceeded to tell me I was living in a dream world. Mm -hmm. And that was rough. That was rough. Right. When somebody that you love, that you look up to, says something like that to you, like, you don't take that lightly. No. And our relationship struggled because of that. But my point is that so many 
of the instructors and trainers that are watching right now or will watch in the replay have had that experience as well. Yep. Even just little things like they go to their sister and they say, how much should I charge for my Zumba membership? And their sister says, I don't know, I'd pay like 10 bucks for that. That, that kind of shit hurts. Mm -hmm. that's that's very deeply personal and right you have to find it in yourself to know that no i have the right answers not my sister who's not in the fitness industry who doesn't know what she's talking about who's never been an entrepreneur right and that's what you found there's a difference between you know there's so many people out there that we spoke a, um a while ago on my podcast and one of the things that really resonated what you were saying was that, you know, if you work with a business coach or you learn, you know, again, I had a degree in business and English, so I'm a little bit of a different unicorn, but I always thought to myself, why is everyone, you know, why can't this be a full-time career where you don't have to work 800 hours training right? these why clients are we working full-time outside of the fitness industry in order to afford our careers in the fitness industry. Right. And, you know, I was teaching full time while I'm traveling and working for companies and teaching classes and blah, blah, blah. Like it was exhausting and kids and, and that's not the way it should be. And that's when I was like, listen, I, I got to go one way or another. And this is my goal. This is my passion. I know that I can change more lives doing this. And at first I said to myself, yeah, you know what? I may have to take a pay cut, but what are you willing to give up to gain? And yes. what was very humbling, and I have to say this to everyone, it's two things. Number one, um, I'm talking to people, and so are you, that want to make fitness a career. This is not like, hey, my, my husband or my partner, they make really good money. So I'll just do fitness kind of for fun. And that's my full-time job. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you are a strong, independent man or woman, and this is going to be your career. Mm -hmm. And it's seeing that bigger picture. Well, here it is. I, and this is true, I worked in business. I worked in teaching. I coached. I did all the things, like you said. And guess what? I had all the money. It was great. And then I said to myself, what's more important? Is it the money? It got to a point of like, wait, I just, I just was really sick and I had this and, and this person died and this and that, like all these things. And I'm like, you know what? I would give all the money away if I could have happiness. And mm -hmm. I had a, I was very blessed to have my husband say to me, listen, if this is what you want to do, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I know that you will make it work. No, like knowing like, I know you're going to bust your ass if this is what you really want. Mm -hmm. You're not going to sit back. And that's a little bit of a different, you know, different story because there are people that are like, oh, I'll just, I'll just, things will work out for me. No, they won't. There's no such thing as luck. There isn't you create your luck. If you put yourself in the room, then you have chan a chance to know more people. You don't show up, guess what? No one knows who you are. And, but that's, you know, a lot of what you're saying is to get out there, 
to make that move, no matter who's saying, no, you shouldn't do it. I mean, I had people that were like, you're throwing away your education, your pension, your, and I said, what does that matter if you're not happy? What am I gonna do, teach another 12 years of, of something that makes me not fulfilled? Or should I go out and say, you know what? I'm gonna kill it in my 40s. Mm -hmm. and, and, and yes, it's, it's scary and it's weird that I'm switching careers in my 40s. And by the way, I'm still gonna do it. Yeah. That, so it's such a similar story. It's yeah, I was I was 38 when I left teaching. And, <laughs> you know, now it's been, you know, it's been like four years or so. And from the day that I left teaching to now, totally different. I mean, it, it's I look back and think, wow, what am I what am I doing? Some days you get up and you're like, what what did I do? What did I do? I have to be honest. I even on my dark days, I even applied to like other schools just in case, you know, you have, you have the self doubt and you know, am I doing the right thing? Oh yeah. And I did that for a long time. When I first started my business, I would entertain calls from recruiters because mm -hmm. that was technology. It was a, it's a really valuable skill set, and it's really in need. And I would constantly get calls from recruiters. And I finally had to about two years in say, I can't spend my time on this and, and my mental energy because it was taking right. focus. And it's nose down. And, you know, and, and that's the whole thing. It's rethinking the way you look at the world in a way, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book because it's time for everyone to just, all right, we went through a pandemic. We, I get it. We all have these stories. When I was a teacher, I would do a lot of essay writing for, um, you know, the students would be applying for college. They'd have to do their, their essays. So I would say to them, I'd give them a whole college unit on essay writing, and it's about selling yourself. Mm -hmm. That's, it's business. You are the product. And you need to shark tank yourself to these schools, right? And I literally would write on the board, like, what's your wow factor? You know, and, you know, there's kids writing about like, oh, well, my, you know, my, my grandmother died or, you know, I got cut from the sports team. And I would say that they, in the nicest way, like, everyone has a dead grandma. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everyone's got a dead grandma. Like what, what is that about you that makes you special? Is it, how is it that you, and it was always about like, all right, well, if you have a dead grandma, that's great. You say it in one line and now tell me how that catapults you forward. Exactly, exactly. And that's what, that's what life's about. Whatever you've been through, how does that catapult you how have to you the new it? person? And so good. the book's not just about me. There's a couple stories about me, but it's the people that are featured in there that you're going to, you know, you hear about someone who was in, you know, a football player, a big time football player broke some of his um, vertebrae in his neck. So quadriplegic now, since then 
you know, winning ESPY awards, like inducted into WWE Hall of Fame, like w making companies, like raising money for the Christopher Reeves Foundation. That's Eric Legrand, by the way, um, mm. an amazing human being. You know, someone else um, gets hit by a bus, literally had 1% chance of living, was resilient, came back, won like world championships in rowing, did like Ironman. I'm like, it, Wow. Things that just, you know, my good friend who, you know, dying of cancer, she's only going to have cancer on Fridays. And she's not going to let that define who she is. And mm. it, I mean, it's, it's these different perspectives of how other people dealt with them, mm. um, you know, dealt with adversity. And, you know, it really can be applied to anything in life, whether it's just making a decision about where to go to dinner, or you're making a decision about work, um, or a relationship. And you so know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's about. Do you have, and you do, everyone has split second courage. They just don't always find it. So final thoughts, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up and everybody's gonna go onto Amazon and purchase. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah, put the link in the comments if you've got it. So final thoughts, Christine. Okay, couple things um, that I will tell you um, as, you know, as this, uh, as this wraps up, um, that if you are feeling stuck in your current situation, which many people are, that's why they come to you, Kelly. They're like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And what I want you to think of is go back into your life, go back into anything that you think of as a misfortune. So if we can start thinking of, you know what, I went through this. What if I thought of it as a gift? And in the fitness industry, everything you've been through makes you more empathetic. It makes you able to communicate more with people. And what, you should think of is really business is selling and selling is about communication. And once you can make a connection with someone, maybe it's because of something you've been through, maybe you're going to give yourself the permission to actually act on that life changing decision that you've always wanted. Mm. So this is all about you and Again, if you want to start truly living and wake up, it's time to revisit your life and think about what you've been through and where you want to go. So, so good. So good. Wonderful. All right. So Christine Conti, C-O-N-T-I. Look it up on Amazon. Go get it. Is that the best way for people to purchase? Yes. Yep. There's ebook. Um, and also paperback is on Amazon. And when and are you doing the audio book? That's what we mean. Audio we're all is going to be, and we can't sit still. It's going to be at the end of this year. There'll be a new launch for the audio book when that comes out. Uh, but it's all staggered. This is all business. Just like, you know, Kelly, we got, a, we got a plan, right? So it's, you know, our ebook and then the paperback, the hard copy, and then the audio. So that is where we're uh, where we're at at this time, and lots of speaking events and book signings and trying to spread the word. So I super appreciate oh. you 
coming on. I hope you uh, I hope you had some fun with me today. So fun. And I just appreciate you being a friend and being a friend of the group and 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 contributing your your expertise and your your courage and your thoughts. Oh, it's a lot of split second <laughs> courage went into writing that book. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. I will talk to you soon. You guys give Christine some great thoughts and some big waves. I'm going to talk about my marketing um, seminar for a second, but I won't make you sit on the screen and watch me do that. Okay. Wait, I always screw this up. I don't know how to get you off of here. <laughs> I can go away. Don't worry. You, I don't know if you can, Christy. <laughs> How do we do this? I oh, can just go away. Look Watch. at you. Look I at can you. just. You're funny. Ready? I'm gonna. Okay. So y'all, five o'clock today in one hour and twenty minutes. I'm doing a free workshop on marketing. <laughs> Way to follow up, right? Marketing. <laughs> Not as much fun as split second courage, but so important because. All of you guys are coming to me and telling me how overwhelmed you are trying to keep up with your marketing. So an hour and 20 minutes, I'm going to tell you exactly how to keep up with your marketing. I'm going to tell you how to stop doing all the things that you're told to do and do the things that actually work. So what I need you to do is go to fitprosconnect.com slash register free. And that's where you are going to register for that workshop, fitprosconnect.com slash register free and get over there and we're gonna have a workbook. I'm gonna talk you through all the things. You will leave with at least three swaps, things that you can stop doing and then what you can do instead that's going to actually work. All right, y'all, I will see you next Tuesday in the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group on Facebook. On Tuesday at 3 o'clock, I will be talking about how to make decisions based on future you. And then next Thursday, my guest is, hold on, I've got it right here. I'll tell you. This is my life. I don't even know who my guest is. Oh, Lindsay from WIFA. That's going to be so good because we're talking about the invisible second shift that women all do where we um, have the career and then we also do the full-time mom thing. <laughs> so going to be really good. Get in there and watch that. Yes, there will be a replay of the marketing workshop. Y'all get over there, get registered, and I will see you there.